So, um, yeah, Sarah and Cecil from So Love are currently in Wellington to help us reduce our need for single-use plastic bags. Um, she's hoping to teach us uh, all how to sew and love the earth. But I don't want to give too much away um, except to say welcome Sarah and Cecil couldn't be with us in the studio today, could he? <laughs> Why is that? No, Cecil's got too big of a booty. <laughs> um, she, she's really big and it is kind of, sometimes it's she, sometimes it's a he. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Cecil's got it. I'm going to, we'll mention what Cecil is later just to keep people hanging. Um, but too big to get in the studio. So get your um, imagination firing to think what Cecil could possibly be. <laughs> Um, so, whereabouts are you from, Sarah? Um, I'm actually from up in the Coromandel in Thames, the armpit of the Coromandel. Cool. But done lots of time in Auckland. Uh, don't hate me for that. No, that's okay. <laughs> We're all right. You're here now. Yeah, I'm here in Wellington now. Finally, seeing cool. the light <laughs> for the for the winter. Um, and you, um, so you basically um, have a, I, I'm guessing, have quite an interest in the environment, um, and also your skills that you use to to help us. Uh, learn how to be kind to the environment. Is yeah. That, is that right? That's, yeah, that's good. I guess the, um, the purpose of So Love and everything that I live for at the moment is to try and help bring communities together to be more conscious about the environment and what they're putting into landfill and perhaps what's flying into the oceans as well. Even though everyone has good intentions, there still seems to be a lot of rubbish in our seas. Um, and I guess I do that through teaching sewing. So... Um, some people teach yoga, some people make smoothies, um, and my kind of tool, I guess, is through sewing and mending repairs. Um, I really love clothes and fashion, and it's one of the most biggest pollutants in our world, second only to oil. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, and there's a lot of textiles going into landfill every year, about a hundred, what was it, I saw in... Ministry of the Environment, 100 million or something right. kilograms wow. a year, New Zealand landfill. There is, a, I mean, there's been a theme the last few weeks of stuff that we're chucking into landfills that we shouldn't yeah. be because yeah. we've done the love food, no, um, love food, hate waste. Yeah. Um, and, you know, anything compostable. And you'd think, to, so is there a way around that apart from reusing fabrics? Is, is are, are any of them ever um, compostable? Uh, not, well, you know, we try with natural fibres like wool and cottons, and, mm. but cotton manufacturing in itself is just, is just crazy. There's so many pesticides used, um, like 25% of the world's pesticides go to cotton farming, um, alone for our clothes and that's going on our skin, um, and everyone's inhaling it when they're growing these cotton crops. Um, and I think... It's kind of trying to reduce the amount of consumption um, and for, and being more mindful of where our clothes come from and who made them. And there's so many exciting uh, businesses out there which you can get behind locally here, like Little Mooch was doing organic cottons and Kowtow, um, both Wellington brands. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Or alternatively, for, for me, I try to promote op shopping and buying secondhand or... Shopping in the depth of your wardrobe, yeah, true. <laughs> things that you haven't seen for ages, and with a little bit of a um, nip tuck or resewing on some new buttons, you can make it new again and get excited. That's rather a good than idea. Yeah, going out to malls. Is it? Um, this is a bit of a, a cutting question. Is it something in the modern generations that we all have a bit more than we need? Do you think? Um, yeah, I think there's this kind of we're kind of searching 
for fulfillment and things and um, like to have a lot of toys around perhaps and having things around us. I know there's lots of movements of decluttering, mm. um, but perhaps um, I went out to the mall on the weekend for in the name of research and it's good to get out of your community and see what else is happening. Like a lot of my friends op shop and I can think that everyone's doing it. And then I go to the mall and just see the queues of people in Kmart yeah. um, who are, you know, using plastic bags and no one's got a reusable bag there. <laughs> is it hard to stay? So this is just um, totally personal now, but is it hard to stay positive when you see these things? Because I find the more I talk to people about the love food, hate waste, and the more things I learn about, the more I notice it. And it sometimes can get on top of you. Yeah, it can get really overwhelming for sure. Um, and... I think that's why I wanted to um, do different things with So Love is try and make a bigger difference. Like I had my shop on K Road in Auckland and I was teaching there and I loved it and met so many great people, but I wanted to spread the word further and keep going and finding different ways to inform because I think when to try and get conscious consumers, it's about having information and inspiring them in a positive way rather than saying, you should do this, this is so bad for the planet, oh my God, and being super judgy and I can totally be known for the person that people are afraid to tell <laughs> that they've bought, <laughs> gone to a mall or bought something from Kmart. Um, but I, I'd rather positively ins- inspire to be like, hey, it's really fun and that's why I do lots of dance videos and up shops and things to cool. try and get people um, excited about knowing where their stuff comes and excited about history of things. And yeah. it's we're lucky to be here on earth in this time to have the power to help our environment mm. so and you mentioned your shop in k road um and how you that's why you wanted to get a little bit further so how have you what what did you do when yeah. you had the shop because do you don't you don't have the shop anymore do you no no it was in st kevin's arcade and that okay road was, was being redeveloped and so it was an opportunity for me to to leave, I didn't get the boot, but it was um, we had to pay a lot more rent and things were changing, and it was almost summer, and everyone wants to be at the su- at the beach in summer. I want to be at the beach in summer, so I was like, "How am I going to take the beach? Well, sewing to the beach." <laughs> so, um, how did you? How did I? I bought Cecil. <laughs> well, with the help of two hundred and four Pledge Me supporters, we did a wow. crowdfunding um, and fundraised twenty one grand. To buy um, Cecil the camper van, super. <laughs> With the aim of um, getting sewing out to to other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fitted it out with solar panels on the roof and um, got all the sewing machines in there. Heaps of storage for fabrics and clothes and things. And so it's my home as well as um, a workshop and shop. Sometimes it's like transformers. Nice. <laughs> Cool. And um, an amazing um so you've got solar powered so you try there's an mm. element of your your ethos into how you've how you've kind of customized Cecil a little bit. Yeah, well it just made sense because it means I don't have to plug in anywhere and it's amazing. I mean, obviously I, I hate it, I almost cry every time I have to put diesel in it and I love it to be biodiesel or electric and mm. love to have an electric powered sponsor um, <laughs> for the next Next to any any out there any <laughs> listening, there. yeah, uh, we'll we'll give you the details. Yeah. <laughs> um, but everything else, is, all the electronics is on solar, and it actually has been really cool conversation starter when we're at the beach or at markets, um, or parking up next to op shops, and 
um, people are, oh, well, I don't need to plug in. Like you're fully self-contained and I um, don't, not using anyone's resources, but also for, for public coming by and seeing sewing happening at a picnic table and we're in our togs and like, you know, it's just, it's just, it's so dreamy, but it's kind of changes your thinking of how off grid you could be mm. and um, where resources can come from. Cause everything there is secondhand, Cecil's secondhand, the sun, you know, that's everything's apart from the diesel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything's zero, zero waste and kind of being as resourceful as we can. So where, do, what sort of resources mm. do you need and where do you get them from? Um, in the sense of sewing resources, all of our fabrics are from secondhand stores and I've been collecting and hoarding them for years for my shop. And then when I closed the shop, I fitted as what I could into Cecil, but I started really enjoying, um, getting local resources. So for example, here for the markets that we're doing in Wellington, um, instead of using the fabric that I've got, well, I can and I, and I will, but I went out to um, Second Treasures out at Southern Landfill and talked to Wendy there, who's really awesome education oh, yeah, yeah. I know facilitator. Her, yeah, yeah. Sure. and she's so knowledgeable about all of the systems and and different link ups here. Um, and she hooked me up with, with showed me where all the fabric was. So I got a whole bunch of fabric from there. So when you buy a tote bag, it's been rescued from your own backyard here. Awesome, you know. So it kind of makes for me, sense of like a local kind of thing. It's sewing on the sun over your bay. That's such a beautiful... <laughs> Which we've had a lot of. Oh, and, yeah. and from fabrics rescued from your landfill, yeah. Cool. And you can sew one as well. So Brilliant. So you could do it yourself. So, yeah, so when somebody... So you're down at um, the Harborside Market at Tapapa on um, Sunday? Is this, yeah. yeah. Sunday and the following Sunday? Um, on the 4th. Fourth um, of September, so, think, so that's yeah, I'm yeah. getting a bit ahead of myself. Yeah, it's all right. Cool. No, um, I'm learning how to code at Rail Girls the next weekend, which will right. be fun. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> just um, last weekend we it was our first weekend at Harborside, and how'd you go? Really good. It was so great, and it was really exciting seeing the tote bags like walking off into the market and so, then coming past full of silver beet. <laughs> nice. So, so people who don't know that you're going to be there will turn up looking for their vegetables maybe they don't have a tote bag with them can they make one on site yeah, yeah. i have a sewing machine hopefully it's a beautiful sunny day again but otherwise they'll be set up inside cecil um but i like to set yeah. them up outside so you can sit in the sun and and sew one um i know that everyone's can be you know on a hustle to get their broccoli so we've got plenty there that you can just buy um yeah. and we've got mesh bags that are like grocery bags you know when you go and get your fresh produce at the supermarket those ones that you can never open mm. those and, and everyone's grabbing like three tomatoes and like, that doesn't need to go in a bag <laughs> but um if you're buying like a dozen spuds or a dozen apples for your lunch boxes and things like that um you can get the little mesh bags um cool. which i've made out of uh, mesh curtains right um which, yeah, you have to be careful not to use two old ones because they, they um, absorb all the UV. Um, went from your window. Anyway. And can people, details, can people buy stuff um, through uh, online if they can't make it down to the Harborside market? Yeah, I do have an Etsy store. Um, cool. So etsy.com shop 
Sarah So Love. Um, but there is so a love. link on cool. my Facebook page. Cool. And, yeah. so, and we'll, we'll, we'll plug that at the end. But it is so, it's So Love NZ, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's at So Love NZ if you want to find it. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and you're also doing some work with Worsa Bay School. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Out, and they, I met with them a couple of months ago. Um, we were talking about doing Plastic Free July, and they're trying to do... Miramar Plastic Free Peninsula and they had a great movie night and we watched some really cool movies um, short films Um, there's one that was locally made there called Turtle Bank Hustler which was amazing I totally cried and I had to hide it in front of all the kids (laughs) it was a beautiful little film Um, but yes they're trying to get every kid in the school to make their own tote bag uh, which Cecil and I will be going up there and parking up for um, half a week probably <laughs> camp out there, <laughs> awesome. Um, and get all the kids having a go on the solar sewing machines. And is the, is there much um, sewing teach textile teaching in schools these days? Um, there is a, a it's been a massive reduction in them in the sense that um, they don't. Oh, this is am I just making this up? But um, in the sense that it's not needed in the, in the sense of a job. And I know that coming out of fashion tech. They're training you for the fashion industry, but there isn't actually one in New Zealand. You know, there isn't the factories that there used to be. I just drove through Shannon the other day, just out of Liver, and met a woman there who has a shop sewing her own uh, knickers and selling knickers. And she trained when she was 15 in the local Shannon underwear factory. Um, You know, and and Levin's amazing. They make, Levana makes textiles out there and Cordal makes cords. (laughs) All of the courts. Um, so this area is pretty pretty good, and Thunderpants is up in um, the Wairarapa. But there isn't huge um, New Zealand factories like there used to be, so um, perhaps that's why they don't teach it in schools anymore. I think it's important as life skills and um, apocalypse skills. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I was going to... Uh, uh, last week or a few weeks ago when we had Laurie and um, some of the guys on from... Um- uh, kind of no waste uh, uh, advice. Um, Laurie mentioned that um, she was speaking to her, uh, th- that her grandfather never used to um, throw much away at all. And that generation were very much the fix it, mend it generation. Mm. And then something went wrong. And are we are we coming back from that now? Or are we still fighting to come back from that? Because there is, are we still a genera- generations where we are just um, chucking stuff away that we could be fixing? Because I yeah. guess those core skills, those practical skills, do you think that that's missing? I think there's definitely room for, for learning it. And people who came to me, come to me a lot and ask, can you sew this button on for me? Or can you hem my trousers? And those things are super basic. Hmm. Um, and I think um, what, after, during the recession and after the recession, when it came down to not buying as many things and having to be a bit more thrifty, these these old old-fashioned... Um, kind of historical, let's say historical values of um, making do and mending came back in the sense of, of for a bu- with a budget um, and having to mend things because you can't afford to buy new yeah. um, making presents and things. Uh, so I think it's really fun and, and exciting and, um, and you feel super empowered and I, I get so excited seeing people so stoked with themselves when they've made a garment themselves. And they're never going to throw that out. If you made a shirt 
even if it didn't fit you, you mm. probably still wouldn't have thrown it out. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's this amazing piece of history. You know, the hours that went into it yourself and you made it and you think of perhaps the friends that you made in that class. Yeah. Um, so there, it's so much more than just the practicality of it. There's this cool kind of um, sense of accomplishment and making something. And because I've been teaching for years, it's been really exciting. I'm tr- trying to learn the ukulele and it's so exciting kind of learning something new and being a complete novice and going to classes. And I'm getting this crazy, crazy sense of excitement and just feel so stoked and now I'm kind of feeling what I know my students would be feeling yeah. it's been really cool to switch yeah. um, that headspace for me and know how important it is for people to come together in a community and, and learn something yeah and I guess it's about confidence as well isn't it it must mm. be like, yeah for me I, I kind of I remember d- dusty memories of sewing at school um, but yeah, I possibly would just rather walk around with ripped jeans than sew them up. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's uh, I'm trying to be trying too hard. Um, uh, you are going around um, the South Island this summer, on, so in Cecil as a road trip to teach sewing. Is that the yeah? Is that right? Yeah. So last summer, um, well, I left the, in January and I did five months. Um, I rolled into Wellington on this yeah beginning of May. So I was like, holy crumbs! That was five months on the road um, around the North Island and. Um, it makes sense to complete New Zealand and do the second half next summer. Um, and I haven't spent much time in the South Island, so um, it'll be exciting to explore new territory. And Cecil's going to get over has to pass all right. Yeah, Cecil's cool. just actually had a lot of work okay, done on her, cool. so I'm super excited and super broke. Nice. <laughs> Have you got any um, cool stories from the road? Um, oh, I love that when people put me on the spot like that. <laughs> Um, I guess in the sense of it just blew me away um, the second half this down coming down the west coast um, of how many or people a lot of people kind of opened up their homes and said come and couch surf and driveway surf with Cecil and we visited their local op shops and kind of got these great tours. Um, uh, my uncle in Tamanui took me around um, all of the up shops and it was amazing. He's actually blind, but he's been there for a long time and knows exactly where they were. So he was in the f- seat, in the front seat with me saying, oh, yep, go along. And then wow. there's this place on the left, it's like, turn left there. And he's like, up here, the ladies have done such a great job. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> They're so nice. And then we went around the next couple of corners. Um, so it's been really cool because um, I've been I was on my own in Cecil for the second half, um, which could have been really hard and it, it was trying at times, but it actually made me go out more and meet locals because um, I had to, and in all of those off off hours in the evenings and stayed with locals and um, Martin was a cool cool town. Um, we went to this woman's house and she'd rallied all together about 11 or 12 of the local rural women. And this was like an old, like classic local rural women club where they would gather together. And so historically, um, over the over the past, because you don't have neighbours necessarily in farm life, um, so they all bought baking and spinning wheels and wow. their dogs and their gumboots were all lined up outside and with Cecil. And uh, it was this magic and it was, it was so nice and so heartwarming. It was like this cool family feeling so um all down the west coast 
it's it's been like that. So cool. Yeah. And are you making links to hopefully do it again someday? Is that or is it too much work? Um, <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, definitely. There's places that I want to go back to. So when I, every time I go to drive back to Auckland, I think, Karams, which way am I going to go? Because um, I really want to go back and see. My other girl Rihanna that I met in Pakatana, and I call them, call them all my friends now. You know, uh-huh. I want to go back and see them, and there's op shops that I definitely want to go back to. Um, but I'm all, all kind of try, trying to get across new ground in the sense of um, going to discover new things. So I haven't been out to Napier, um, that area, um, but I am filming this trip. Cool, and I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm editing at the moment to try and make a web series um, and hopefully trying to find a film crew to come on a summer road trip. Well, let's do a shout-out for that then. Yeah. So um, Wellington's full of um, film, filmy yeah. people. So, yeah, if you're listening and you can help um, help Sarah, get in touch through Soul of NZ on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, editing help and stuff like that. I'm trying to yeah. YouTube how to YouTube at the moment. I'll go down to the Harborside Market this Sunday and meet her. Yeah. and meet Cecil. Thanks so much for joining us. I just realised I've kind of lost track of time and, and so we've got another interview to go through. But yeah, thanks so much for coming in. And um, right. yeah, we look forward. To, I hope it's a sunny day on Sunday and thank you so much for the bag that you brought me. Yeah. Which, by the way, is made out of, I'm guessing, Action Man bedclothes, which um, completely bed suits. Duvet. Duvet covers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a British call of bedclothes. Is that not right? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> thanks, yeah, Ellie. thanks so much, Sarah. Cheers. Sometimes feels much better than doing the right. Listen. I remember, baby, when we were still in school. All the good times that we shared. Just breaking all the rules. Just trying to find a place with no one around. Trying so hard not to make a sound. Well, I don't know, baby, but something's changed now, and all I can say is it ain't the same. Oh, girl, do you remember when we were hiding out, just a sneaking out or a little making out? Now that you're here to stay, you know the thrill is gone. I liked it better when it was wrong. I liked it better when it was wrong.